the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Country Roads Tire and Auto, taking you home with full-service auto care, with a higher level of care, with two locations to proudly serve you in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Online, too, at CountryRoadsTireOnline.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 and 2023 WVBA Talk Show of the Year. Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Monday the 28th, and you are tuned in to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, and broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning, Jordan. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I think my uh, I think I finally got my hearing back from the <laughs> air show yesterday. <laughs> or over the weekend, I guess. It was all well last four days i guess yeah, really because of all the flyovers right. and practices right but what a cool weekend oh, it so was neat. around the panhandle in the skies of the panhandle yeah yeah uh, air shows are back so air shows cool. are back yeah and if you head over to uh, panhandlenewsnetwork.com actually you can see... wv metro news i found the, it on uh oh, oh no it is on wv metro yeah. news you're right i'm sorry if you go to wvmetronews.com uh you can find marsha's little quick article but more importantly her photo gallery uh that we've all been uh, pumping her up about her one picture that's really cool so go over there and check that one out and we'll talk more about the air show after a little bit but joining us in studio marsha is our first guest that's right the berkeley uh, county solid waste authority chair clint hogben joins us welcome in Ooh. Thank you, and uh, it's a pleasure being here. Absolutely. Did you uh, partake of any of the air show? Did you see any of it anywhere? You know, I, yeah, we were talking just before we went on air that I had, I unfortunately had to work this weekend, but Aww. my uh, my wife um, uh, told me that uh, where she works, which is the VA Medical Center, that uh, there was a special effort to get the veterans out. Oh, cool. Uh, sort of at a little private situation. That's so, so cool. Yeah, so uh, that's what makes the community work, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah there were... There were a, lot of veterans and veteran services and before we get into clint's mm-hmm. one of the cool things related there was a there was a, a space force tent really so, so we went and talked those guys up the the air wow. force is actually recruiting for them so i'm like are you recruiting people to like fly into space and they said well right now we're recruiting um cybersecurity jobs you know eventually we hope that it will get to the point where we're training pilots. But right mm. now the Air Force is recruiting uh, folks for the cybersecurity end of the Space Force. But I got to pay. It's just a front for an IT department right now. Well, yeah. Okay. Space Force. But, I mean, it's protecting <laughs> us from. That's yeah, true. Okay, yeah. That's so true. That's true. anyway, I got a pen and that was that was space really pen. cool. Was it a uh, Space Force pen? Yeah, to have like, was it cool? Yeah. Okay. I um, think it's cool. If I was 15 yeah. again, I'd swear oh, that would be my it. career path. Be yeah. all over oh the Space my Force. gosh, can <laughs> all you over even the imagine? Space Force. But <laughs> uh, speaking of cool things and cool events in the community, well, one of Marsh's favorite events, if not, I would say Marsh's favorite community event, uh, is your <laughs> shred event. So let's talk. You got a shred event coming up, don't we you? We do Saturday, and the weather looks like the weather looks like it's yeah. going to cooperate uh, at the South Berkeley Recycling Center. We're having a very popular document shred event. Um, it'll be from nine until 12 noon. So you got three windows there, three hours of wind, three hours to work with there. Um, I'm, uh, always really happy to do these documents, right? Events, people uh, enjoy them and they're fun to do. So 
Uh, if you have any medical records or anything with uh, sensitive or personal information, maybe tax documents or something like that, please bring them. We'll take up to uh, the equivalent about five medium-sized boxes mm-hmm. uh, for free. Uh, and be patient. There will be a line. Uh, Marsha. It's <laughs> worth it. It's I, worth it. I, I will be there, and we'll be several other people there trying to get the traffic flowing as quickly as we can. And we also try to do a little bit of privacy mm-hmm. and when you're at the shred truck, so mm-hmm. we try to keep it one or two vehicles at a time there. But, um, yeah, come on down and uh, join us at the South Berkeley Recycling Center on Saturday. That's so cool. So I before we finish, um, you know, move on to the next thing, I, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Oh. My mulch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so uh, she was so happy. We're still doing that. We're still giving away uh, mulch at, at bulk quantities at both Grapevine and the South Berkeley Center through the end of the month. Uh, so bring a recyclable. Uh, may come Saturday, bring some documents, and then uh, we'll be happy to load your pickup lo- pick or your trailer with uh, up to four scoops of So uh, even though mulch. it's September, you'll still do it? Well, um, let's see. That's right. Saturday is September. Yeah. yeah. So just do it this week, right? Just, just not today because the recycling center is closed. closed on Mondays. Mm-hmm. But so you yeah. got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. So we got through the rest of the month to get that done. And then for uh, the mulch, are you giving out like free lessons on how to transport your mulch <laughs> or, you know, maybe cover your mulch when you have it in the back okay, of your Okay. So I brought a tarp. I didn't realize the scoops were as big as they were. brought a two foot tarp. It was, okay, a little bigger than that. But like the truck is pretty big. So like the... The load spread out, and I tried to cover it with the tarp, but by the time I sent you guys the picture, it looked like I was trying to hold the whole thing down with my bungee cords. (laughs) I'm sorry, Clint, because you tried to tell us to use a tarp. And technically, I tried, but it was all wrapped yeah, around the car. There. The car behind you will appreciate if you have, if you have a tarp. <laughs> but it's a huge scoop. Like you said, yep. four in a day, and I could barely fit a scoop in. Right. I have a full-size pickup, and two will fill it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so uh, four is a lot. Now, if you have a, a large pull-behind trailer, you can get four at once. Yeah, someone had two that they got on one of those pull-behind trailers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the other thing you have to keep in mind is unless you've got a lot of help, that's a couple days worth. Oh, yeah. Unload that. Yep. So. Well, speaking of scoops, you got any scoops on in Storga for us? Uh, yeah, I think I do have an update. Um, we continue to make progress, even though sometimes it's an inch at a time. I think I mentioned last month we were t- accepting bids for mm-hmm. short-term utilization of the facility. The, and at our last board meeting, the board did accept a proposal from Apple Valley Waste. Nice. Uh, the proposal was essentially to use the facility as a transfer station. Again, short-term. Uh, while we evaluate uh, a long-term, more uh, fuel-making type operation. So when you say transfer station, what does what does that mean? Okay, yeah, great question. So a transfer station is a facility, there's actually one in Jefferson County where small trucks come in and unload mixed trash, and they the load is transferred to a large truck for ultimate disposal at a landfill. Okay. So um, there will be no recycling going on, no fuel making going on. It's just an, the next step towards standing the facility back up. Actually, this weekend, two board members, um, myself and, and our vice chairman, uh, spent um, a lot of time um, reviewing work by legal counsel, which will be a, a contract between us and Apple Valley. And, and keep in mind, this is just a month-to-month contract. Mm-hmm. But it gets somebody in there. It's get somebody, get some, get some trucks moving again, right. sort of get some life to the facility, get some income for the solid waste authority. 
uh, helps Apple Valley, in this case, um, manage waste a little easier in the region. Mm-hmm. And so it's an important step, but, you know, from it's, it's a small step, but it's an important step. And uh, so my hope is that uh, at the September board meeting uh, that our board will be in a position to consider that contract and get this moving. Right. But we're feeling hopeful again about it. Yes, for sure. Good. Good. And this will allow, if Apple Valley is using it short term, there will be some revenue stream, right? Right. The, the, the proposal they made was to return us to the same income that we were getting when Ensorga was there. So it was roughly $10,000 a month. And uh, so um, it'll put us back on par where we were prior to the shutdown. So uh, Clint Hogman is with us from the Solid Waste Authority. I understand that you heard a little bit of the um, <laughs> Panhandle Sports Live conversation. <laughs> we, we have this um, lovely bottle. It's, uh, it, we got it from Mimi and Papa's. Right. And it's honey pear. And the guys are a little scared to try it. So they've made it into a challenge. Yeah, it just doesn't quite fit our palates, uh-huh. the honey pear We're scared uh, of it. Soda. You're scared of it. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, sure. And, uh, yeah, if Parker for Parker's Picks, he puts out his betting picks for the uh, for the day. And if he ends up not hitting a single pick, if he makes everybody lose all their money, then he uh, has to drink that in one go. So, oh. But uh, we, uh, we, brought that, <laughs> we brought that up. Yeah, we brought that up uh, because we were saying uh, he was kind of treating it like a message in a bottle. And I said, yeah, you can uh, throw it in the Opekin and pick it up. And then, of course, Clint was listening. <laughs> about worst timing to ever talk, have a litter joke uh, yeah. on the air. Yeah, I was driving on my way in, and I, w- I was not paying attention. Car careened off the road. I was not listening. <laughs> I was, my brain was somewhere else, and I hear, toss it in the Opekin. And that's it. <laughs> Pal, I was awake right there. <laughs> Next thing I know, the door's kicked in. And- <laughs> right. Getting arrested by Clint. Hulk Clint. <laughs> so this no, is no, don't do that. Don't throw anything <laughs> in the waterways that or anywhere. This past Saturday, uh, our uh, lady team went out in the Apekin and uh, pulled 24 tires and uh, four other bulky items and a bag of trash out of a two-mile stretch that we'd been hoping hmm. to do uh, down near the mouth. And uh, and uh, I, I'm going to let them know the mistake that was made. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Mm, they'll well, be looking long, for that honey pear bottle. Yeah, how long? Uh, how long do you keep these things going on into the? Because I mean, still got nice weather now, but here in what call it a month and a half, maybe the right. weather's not going to be so nice. Well, we, I mean, really, we do them year round. Yeah. Uh, but when the weather, you know, when the water gets cold, we don't get in the water. We, right. We go to public access areas, or we get permission from landowners to walk the shoreline, and we just keep it going. You know, one day a week, uh, year round. There's. Plenty of activity, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. Plenty of litter to get. Plenty of things we can do without having to get wet. It looks so much better, though. Like, just it, the it little really stretch does. that I kayak. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah no. I'll, have, I'll have to look this up. But I have. Uh, we were talking about this on Saturday. I got a feeling we're within a couple miles of having done, at least one time, the entire Opekin Creek in West Virginia. Wow. wow. How many miles is that? Uh, I'm going to say roughly 25 to 30 wow. miles. Yeah. That's so just walking it and picking stuff up by hand. and put it in a canoe and taking yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So um, there's some there's some, some gaps for sure, but we are going to try to hit those before the year ends mm-hmm. and hopefully be able to make a statement like that we've done the entire wow. packing. Well, I know that Marcia and I for sure appreciate it because I know she's always out on the Opokin doing whatever. I'll go take the dog out to Back Creek and things, and it, it's just it's so nice to not, you know, see all that trash and things everywhere that just kind of accumulates. And it's got to be kind of nice too, just walking up and down those, uh, you know, Creek sides and things. And even though you are picking up some trash here and there, it does have to be a pretty peaceful job. 
Well, it's something I certainly enjoy doing. Um, and I'm kind of an outdoorsy person, so, you know, it's something I look forward to at the end of the week. So that may make no sense to a lot of people, but I know that, that, that to our crew it does. Yeah. We're glad you're out there Absolutely. doing it. So uh, you have anything else you want to let the listeners know well, about? Well, we've got a pesticide collection event I want to remind folks about. This is down the road a little bit. It's October 7th, also a Saturday, 9 to 5. It's at the Grapevine Road Recycling Center. So if you have any of those herbicides or insecticides or anything with a side that <laughs> ends that, uh, you know, at the end of the Mm-hmm. At the end of the season, please um, bring that to us. They're, they're, they're accepted for free. We will take large quantities. So uh, farmers and folks like that that may have large quantities, please uh, feel free to use it. And uh, if, uh, if you've got a, you know, a pickup load or more of the material, we ask that you call us ahead of time. Absolutely. And again, we're speaking uh, with the Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority Chair Clint Hogman. And before we let you go, let people know where to go uh, to find out more, maybe if they want to get in touch about doing some of these creek pickups and things like that. Uh, where can they go? Feel free to call our office at 304-267-9370, or you can visit our website at berkeleycountyrecycling.com. And you can follow us on Facebook at uh, Berkeley County Recycling Litter Control. Perfect. Well, again, Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority Chair Clint Hogman, thanks for stopping by. It's always nice to talk to you. And don't throw anything in, in the, the opacity. Or in anything. <laughs> and don't throw anything anywhere. On throw the road, it in uh, the appropriate receptacle for whatever you got. Uh, but, Clint, thanks again, man. It's always yeah, good to bet. talk to you. you and stick around. We'll be back after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Taking local stories and sharing them with the four state. This is Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. I'm broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. Jordan Ice Warner, alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. You can get in touch with us. You can text us 304 263 4321. You can tweet us. At EP Sports Network, goodness, one of these I, days I'm gonna, uh, one of these ga- days I'm gonna uh, not say the same thing over and over and over. But I would love to know if anyone went to the air show and what they thought of it. That's where I was getting at. Oh, you beat me to it. No, you're fine. Texas three zero four two six three four three two one. Did you watch the air show yesterday? Did you go uh, to Shepherd uh, Field and watch it there in you know right in first person, or were you living around the surrounding area and able to just sit on your back porch in your backyard and uh, Watch the air show. Text us, and especially text us some pictures if you got them, uh, 304-263-4321. But uh, you and I both experienced the air show, but in two uh, very different ways, I would say. So you were on the ground there mm-hmm. at the air show, uh, walking around doing all those things. If you head over to Metro, WVMetroNews.com, you can see all Marsh's pictures and a little uh, story about the air show. But what did you think? It looked like you had a blast. It was amazing to have the air show back. Um, it's been a decade So that was lovely that it was here. And uh, one of the things that I love about the air show, especially in Martinsburg, is it really gives us a chance to see and uh, interact with folks who are serving in our our military services and, um, you know, from all the different branches, including the Space Force. So, um, you know, I got to talk to to, um, some guys from the Navy and some guys from the Marines. Of course, we have our our local Air Guard. Got to talk to some of those uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen as well. And to just see on the ground some of these airplanes that we see overhead uh, was really extraordinary. Uh, I'm hoping that it comes back bigger and better. I I heard a rumor that it might be back in three years. I talked to some of our elected officials who were there as well. 
Um, and that's just a rumor. I don't know um, if that has any legs or not. But um, if it does come back, I would love to see more static displays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you you had a good analogy, like a car show. If if individuals who have rehabbed planes or have really cool niche planes uh, really enjoy an air show, they'll come back yeah. and and uh, set up. And it's it just makes it. You can imagine, like, well, they have to do fun. fly-ins, right, where people right. can just. If you got a plane, fly it in, hang mm-hmm. out for the weekend or whatever. But that, right. that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but um, we, we learned so much. You know, my husband learned a lot more about the technical stuff than I told him. I said, I'll hear the words, but I'll, I won't observe, absorb looking. them. But, you know, they had an Osprey there. They had, mm-hmm. of course, the C-17 and uh, and, this, and the C-5. was uh, The C-5 was not, I don't think it was on the ground as a static display. But, um, yeah, some of these, yeah, is someone sending you yeah, oh, my gosh, our, there's the F-22 Raptor. Say our buddy uh, Will from West Virginia Eastern Panhandle Weather on Facebook. Uh, go check him out. He says these are some of the shots from his backyard of the wow. uh, the fighter jet, which that was that was insane. The fighter jet was, shook the ground. was crazy. It was crazy. And then the uh, acrobatics, these are the ones that mm-hmm. I saw uh, on my way to my Didn't friend's house. did that scare you that how close they got to each other? But it looked so the cool. Dual. It looked so cool driving in. And then, and then the, you got the, the vampire. Yeah. See, I didn't see, I didn't see the vampire... Jet. I think I was really the only one of the the cool ones that uh, came in that I didn't see. I think that you know, obviously. Thanks, if, Will, for the pictures. Yeah, by the absolutely. Way. If you live around there, obviously it's it's a lot of fun to just kind of be in your backyard or whatever oh, and yeah. look up. But the thing that you miss is the static displays yep. and walking around and talking to the the folks who fly and and the mechanics and all these. And then also a lot of the air show is geared toward the audience that is right there yep. on the field. So there might be some things that you 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 miss, like you know, did you see the parachutes coming out? And, like and all yes, that, yeah. yes, but uh, that's that kind of stuff is definitely directed towards people that they're mm-hmm. landing on, right? So uh, <laughs> it was cool to see it, but like didn't necessarily get the full effect. Um, you could see the flips and the turns and things, but right. um, they weren't right on top, right above you, right. you know, right in front of you. But nonetheless, it was still. So cool. From wherever so you were cool looking, it. it's great that the air show is is back. And uh, hats off to Nick Deal and and the whole team and all of those folks that were staffing. Uh, it was a, a, probably a hot two days Oof, for them. I'm sure. And uh, but but the people all seem to be enjoying themselves. The kids seem to be uh, having a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I made a point to every big cargo plane I got to walk in. I, I tried to sit in the jump seats cause that's just yeah. really cool. But uh, there were other kids too, that were littler and, they were just, <laughs> and it was so funny. I heard one little guy go, I will strap in. Are we going to take off soon? Oh, geez. <laughs> so cute. So they were having a lot of fun and learning a lot. So it's a great memory cool. for them. Yeah. Well, it was it was a very cool weekend or very cool couple of days uh, here across Panhandle. With you know, uh, of course, on Friday I got home and was uh, you know doing whatever, and I looked out the window. Well, I heard the fighter jet. Right. Right. Of course, you could hear it, and I'm trying to find it, and I'm looking out, I'm looking out, and I could see it. You know, out in the sky, way down over the airfield, and mm-hmm. I was watching it do its stall outs and its flips and its oh. barrel rolls and stuff, and I couldn't quite appreciate it from that far away, of course, and inside a building, um, about the the power that that thing was putting out. But then, uh, so yesterday I was at my buddy's house, just at the end of the runway, runway really, and uh, it came and did a turn to go back across uh-huh. to do another trick, and it was so close I could see the pilot, That's and it crazy. was so loud that like everything was shaking. It was. It was so cool. The, the dogs, dogs did not enjoy yeah. that. My dog immediately ran into a bush, and <laughs> uh, I couldn't get him out of the bush. Because if you want to protect yourself from <laughs> yeah. the F-22. Couldn't get him out of there uh, for a while, and then finally had to coax him inside. 
um, after that. But it was very, very, very cool. I hope it comes back. Um, also, it, you know, it was the end of my birthday week. Oh, so right. on Saturday, <laughs> you said you got a notification about my, my bike ride. We went on a bike ride oh, on yes. the towpath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband got to open you a lock before gate. before you even left your property, I think, crash. right? And no, that what your text said? No, it did not. No, I said, oh, I said I almost did an endo because I, I was trying a different bike. I oh, yeah, appropriated the, my daughter's bike that has disc brakes, which are a little, little more touchy. responsive yeah, than my touchy. 30-year-old bike. So we did the towpath. My husband got to open one of the, the gate locks. Lock gates, yeah. lock gates, yeah, the gates. Um, they let him yeah. do that, which is really cool. And then there was a craft fair. Yep. Saw Michael Harp from the MSO up there, and got a, a vegan BLT. A vegan BLT. What'd you think? It was. It tasted very. Vegan authentic. bacon's good. Yeah. It I was like good. vegan bacon. You I get the morning star stuff hated, from Walmart. It's I hated good. to admit it, but it was very good. <laughs> and it was toasted. It was like one of. It's a food truck that's going to be at the Apple Butter Festival, by Ooh, the way. So nice. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a big black food truck so very cool yeah uh, it was BLTs. such a good weekend and i loved the craft fair um at the at canal days so we and it was fun to just bike around there absolutely yeah Man, what a what a fun weekend around the panhandle absolutely Tell you what saying will texas too and said that on thursday um was the best day to watch it because they were practicing they had both the f-22s up at the same time right well one of the guys that i talked to uh one of the delegates i think uh said they had had uh, a light come on on one of the jets, so they they parked that one and got the other one. So the people mm. on Saturday kind of got to see two different jets right. rolling. So, so cool. it's cool that they had a oh yeah, just pull out the other F twenty two. Get the other one out of the garage. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's go grab the keys for the other one. Right, the extra it the spare. Was very neat. All the planes, the the old ones, the old fighters, the what they call them, the uh, the biplanes, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It was so cool to see them flying around. I was walking the dog. Uh, Sunday morning and walking past the uh, roundhouse and stuff through mm-hmm. the parking lot, and there goes an old biplane over so top. Cool. Like it was so, it was very neat. So, I, I um, hope it comes back. I hope it's bigger and better. Same, very much same. But keep sending us in. If you got pictures from the air show, if you're watching, you know, you're at the air show yourself, or if you're like Will, you're out on your back porch. Those are good pictures. Uh, they're very cool pictures. Thanks again for sending them. But uh, text them to us 304 263 4321. That's the Panhandle Live text line. Send in your, uh, your professional pictures from. The air show. My phone was dead the whole time, so it got overheated. Sorry. So yeah, it was just. Oh. Uh, I was experiencing it the way you should. Yeah, some absolutely. will say <laughs> without any. I had to. Technology. I had to take that picture and then the put my fingers back in my ears because that jet was. Oh, loud. I didn't. I was yelling. I held my beer up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> because you want to encourage the pilot. Yeah, oh yeah, it was awesome. Th- you look like a little speck. Like down uh, there. <laughs> like um. Uh, the, the, guy, the wing commander said, right, like you said, if you're uh, if you're upset by that noise around the airfield when the you know big planes are going around, just remember that's the sound of freedom. Sound of freedom. Sound of freedom. But anyways, we'll be back after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. From Pawpaw to Harper's Ferry, from Martinsburg to Winchester, it's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. I'm broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. And Marsha, our next guest, is joining us in studio. That's right. Berkeley County Commission President Jim Whitaker and Director of Policy and Strategic Planning Matt Umstead join us. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Great morning. to be here this morning. Well, uh, first of all, before we get started. It's the, the biggest topic on everybody's mind from the The weekend. air show. So, so uh, Commission President Jim Whitaker, you, you have a front row seat, but you were there 
like kind of both days. I was, yeah. We um, we we do. We're we're pretty lucky to have the house that we have because, uh, just to say it simply, is I love airplanes and mm-hmm. and anything that uh, involves them. So, well, it, was, it was it was great to uh, to see the air show from my house and also from the facility. I got to say, you know, having got the house is a little bit more comfort, but you really don't get to see everything unless you're at the air show. Right. So, yeah, but it what, was good. That's what we were trying to trying to get at there during that last break because uh, I was out in the neighborhoods watching. Marsha yeah. was there on the ground watching, and it was it was a great experience, but I'm sure it was two very different experiences. It was, it, yeah, it really was because there. What we were just talking about before we got on air, you know, with, with Skip Stewart, mm-hmm. uh, he was came by over where we were watching at the house a little bit below runway level oh my gosh. and you all couldn't see him on your side Mm-mm. but we could see him on our side and then all of a sudden he just pulls up and back into appearance again and it was like holy what a way the show within the show oh, yeah <laughs> what a day at work you know yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh <laughs> what a day goodness. at the office well they say any day flying uh you're in the air flying is not remove or it's it's not taken away from one's life so oh, if you could yeah. fly forever you live forever oh so. that's a i love that so uh you guys are in because uh there's been an annual report uh matt uh, presented it to the commission as a body uh last week but uh who wants to take that and kind of break it down go well, ahead matt well we uh <laughs> we started to do in an annual report last year for the fiscal year uh 2021 22 uh, so this is just a, a continuation of an annual um, check on what all the county commission and the departments uh, and agencies under the county commission have been doing for the previous fiscal year. So it kind of offers an opportunity to capture all the different activities by departments and agencies and the county commission themselves. A uh, lot to be proud of, a lot to reflect on. Uh, the county commission, uh, obviously, there's some budget and finance information in there as well as you know, uh, such as the levy rates being reduced again for the second consecutive year, and uh, but all the different agencies and what their activities are from the day report center, the court martial, uh, the uh, even even the grants administration and all the grants that they were able to bring to the county. So there's a lot of information there for the public. Uh, it's published online uh, on under the county commission section of the website, and uh, so if anyone possibly wasn't really tuning into the live broadcast of the county commission meetings from week to week throughout the year. There's an op- there's a document in one place, 21 pages. Hopefully it's easy to read, easy to understand <laughs> for everybody to digest and kind of get an idea as to all the different things, including quality of life projects, parks and recreation, mm-hmm. a lot of different things. So, what? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so do we feel good after reading a report about the year that was? Well, just hearing it again from Matt, I feel really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it looked like it was a very productive year. Yes, well, it, it's there's multiple years that you could add into that, and uh, you know, you kind of with the position that I'm in before first president, vice president, or just a member, you um, you don't really remember everything that you you've accomplished, and and it was a it was a great piece of work that Matt did for us, and uh, so I was reading back through it, you know, to, to come on here this morning, and I'm thinking. We did that. Yeah, wow. I, I remember. And, and you know, I consider it, you know, of course, the president of the United States has the, the state of the union address. The governor has the state of the state. And it just seemed fitting that we have the state of the county. And so when you're looking back, um, you know, I know we, we have revenue from severance uh, tax. We have uh, tax collection, tax collections uh, from homeowners, property owners. Um, but did any of the the federal funds make it into this report? 
Yeah, uh, there's there's reflection of of in the, through the I think what's demonstrated in the report as far as federal funds, some of the projects. Um, for example, one of the projects in there is the uh, renovations at the county uh, the county administration annex mm-hmm. of the courthouse, just 400 West Stephen. A lot of people call it the Dunn Building because that's what the mill was named historically mm-hmm. there. Um, those renovations are being uh, done through ARPA. Uh, American Rescue Plan Act, I believe, is what the name of that mm-hmm. acronym is. So the, there's approximately $7 million, I think, that's um, ARPA funds that are being used in that project, give or take. I don't know how the exact figures, but that's detailed, and that, that project's identified in there. And there's also some some other funds for some of the parks and recreation uh, uh, activities, I think. There's also some funds from ARPA or, or another federal uh, uh, program there that supported <laughs> supported that uh maybe this one of the other parks and rec projects i think maybe mm-hmm. spring mills i can't i don't want to say that because I, as soon as i say that someone's gonna say that's not quite right but I, i'm fairly positive there's at least some other projects in there it's kind of cool because you know we um we have a, a reporter cover the meetings mm-hmm. you know remotely every every week either al or clint gage and uh so they bring us some of the sound bites and through the year we talk to folks like parks and rec we talk to the sheriff um, you know, because public safety obviously is a large chunk of your budget. So we hear snippets of how these funds are being used. But uh, just for purposes of, of you both being here, what are some of the highlights that you want to make sure that the the listening public and the voters or, and the taxpayers know about? Oh, goodness. Uh, you know, you, you've, you've kind of covered them. I mean, with the public safety, with the sheriff's office, I mean, they have um, done a wonderful job uh, keeping our citizens as safe mm-hmm. as they can. I mean, there are challenges that we all face. Uh, Parks and Rec, uh, you know, with Steve Catlett now as one of our commissioners. I get to say commissioner now instead mm-hmm. of council. Right. So, you know, he uh, he really brings a, brings a lot into it and, and gives us more of an inside than, than what we get sort of from our liaison. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the Parks and Rec and our uh, quality of life is uh, is really on the forefront of everything we're trying to, to make happen here. Well, Industry's been good, mm-hmm. so we want to make it better for the for the citizens. Well, it's had to, and you mentioned it a little bit there, uh, talking about the ARPA funds and stuff. There's been so much. I feel like in the last two years, we've talked about so much federal money and money that's just governmental. That's everywhere that's been ab- able to use. And you talk about all the stuff that you've done last year. I mean, I'm sure in part that has a lot to do with that, with all that money flying around. So that's had to have been nice too to be able to kind of open up the playbook a little bit more, if you will, to go after some of these projects. Well, the projects as well as uh, an air show. Right. So, so the air yeah. show was was kind of a little bit of the recipient of uh, of the proceeds that we were able to to put forth. So yeah, and one of the other, a couple of the other things uh, I think are worth mentioning too, as far as highlights for uh, you know the the specific. Specifically regarding parks and recreation, uh, the county commission was able to expand uh, Poorhouse Farm Park yeah. by right. 70 acres. Uh, they were also able to acquire some property in conti- uh, previously, uh, the previous fiscal year, but also move forward with development and planning for Inwood Park, which is a big project. Mm-hmm. So, What are um, they going to call it? Is it just going to be Inwood The Marsha Kavalik Park? No. Well, <clears throat> For the right amount I'm of not money, worthy. maybe we'll have names. <laughs> for them, who knows, Marsha Kavalik, if, if she's stroking a check, maybe. Okay. Uh, you know, Talk we'll... to my accountant. <laughs> Just leave it blank. We'll right? Yeah, there you go. Just right make in. sure you sign it real nice. So yeah. I know that ma- yeah. maintenance for a lot of our roads is uh, state, you know, state division of highways. But are there any um, dollars from the county that go toward any of the things that make it easier for us to get around in the in the county? 
Oh, of course, with the Eastern Panhandle Transit Authority, mm-hmm. and we, we do provide some funding for them. Uh, they have a new facility coming in on the corner of uh, Raleigh and Race, yep. mm-hmm. and that is going to be, um, I think, one of the best facilities for transportation because it brings the hub back into the to the town. I'll call it the town center, which is not mm-hmm. quite there, but, and then it'll also incorporate in hopefully to the linear park that'll be you know along the Tuscarora and things like that. So. It'll give everybody a chance to, to bike, hike, or walk. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess hike and walk, same, but yeah. uh, to that area and then be able to branch out and maybe to the Poorhouse Farm Park or continue on, on the trail. So. so County Administrator Alan Davis mm-hmm. retired. Um, he, he worked with the county for a, a long time, and I know when we'd had him on before, he talked about how, um, you know, when he started, there, there was not much money in reserve. Yeah, the rainy day fund, I think, was like $4.35. Wow. And so how, how, what's the health of our finances right now? They're very good. Uh, I think our rainy day fund is uh, approaching, Gary, if you're listening, yeah, Gary, give, me, give me a figure. Chime I think in it's with about, the numbers. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It's four or six million. I, I should know that. Uh, I hate uh, hate not knowing it. but uh, I don't have that figure either, unfortunately. But, it, but it's in the millions. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Which is better than $4. Yes. Yeah, good bit better. Good <laughs> bit. But, uh, but yeah, that, you know, that comes from being as fiscally responsible as we can, but still maintaining, you know, the, 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 uh, uh, the security of, of, of our county. Um, when you know, you, it's very important. Our Moody's rating is higher than I think any, any county in our state. Hmm. So, you know, our ability to borrow funds is uh, very reasonably uh, attainable. Is a lot of the success, I mean, I know you talked about fiscal management, and I don't want to downplay that, but a lot, is a lot of our success the fact that we are such a draw and we have such an active economic development authority bringing in some of the, the larger players? That, that definitely has a, a lot to do with it. Um, but again, you know, with those players coming in, you know, the workforce that's here that, that's, you know, that, that helps the economy grow, uh, but with that, there are pains, and you know we get to hear about those too almost on a weekly basis. You know, somebody yeah, comes I, in and lets us. And know, I think so. also the annual report touches on the economic development a little bit. Two of the big highlights, of course, last year you might recall the Clorox mm-hmm. uh, yeah. grand opening. That was last year. We had also the CMC See, this um, year. metals uh, coming to Falling Waters with their <clears> announcement. So those were two major economic development announcements. With those, obviously, come demands for services and need for additional infrastructure and and hopefully our partners in charleston with the legislature and the governor's office will uh you know continue to be supportive of our needs for uh, road improvements and those kinds of things and i know the ambulance authority uh has been in and talking about how they've tweaked some of the billings so that uh you know it doesn't always fall on the residents uh they're they're trying to right size Mm -hmm. the the amount of bills for some of those industrial complexes that might call um, fire or ambulance services in. Um, do you have an eye towards still helping the the local residents? Because some of them, you know, especially some of the older ones, not prepared for some of these fees and that. Is that kind of baked into what you guys think yes, about? Yes, it is. That, that's always on our minds every time we think about if an increase would go up. That's the first thing that we talk about is how is this going to impact you know, the, the senior citizens or even the younger citizens that's just starting out, it, it, it is a it's a budget we all have to to live within. Uh, but however, the cost of doing business is going up every day. County Attorney uh, Anthony Delegetti mm-hmm. um, gave a presentation about the MS4. And it's slipping my mind what the the 
for S's stand for? Stormwater. Put you on the spot. I know it's on it's on a story in Burley. It's like sewer stormwater. It's a lot. Oh, it's a lot. I, I, you know. So basically, the county has some obligations from the DEP. Yes. Right. Um, As well as the Department of Justice. Right. Right. So, uh, how do you manage not putting that on the burden for the taxpayers? Like, how how do you? Well, we've talked about this uh, on in session, away from session, as you know, a one cent sales tax that spread over the whole county. That we thought if that would have been. be able to institute that like the city of Martinsburg has, we could uh, we could back fund those and, and not have it as an issue for the for the citizens. Mm-hmm. To pay. So you might earmark the the MS for that, that is just one thing. A lot of it would go to public safety, uh, you know, our uh, fire departments for paid fire personnel. It would really, um, you know, I'm not here campaigning for a, an, an additional tax, which mm-hmm. like any American hates taxes, but this is the one that you know. That I think the citizens would benefit the most from. So uh, MS4 in the articles at PanhandleNewsNetwork.com mm-hmm. uh, stands for Municipal Separate Storm Sewer System. Yes. And yeah. uh, and yes. it wasn't your big, fat, hairy idea to have to do this. No, it was not. Uh, <laughs> who in their right mind would have thought that, you know, uh, for lack of better words, the can was kicked down the road. Uh, mm. it, the good intentions of it in the beginning for the whole county to be under the, the, the MS4 um, permit was a great idea at the time, but as time went on, the things that you had to implement and to obtain to make it, you know, viable without, you know, uh, causing litigation with the Department of Justice and fines. Because they have good lawyers, I understand. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, (laughs) it was was tough. It was a hard decision, and it's the reason why that, you know, uh, politics changes every election year. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're trying to protect the local taxpayer from bearing the brunt of that. Yes, most certainly. I mean, that everybody thinks that, you know, we're always out to grab more money to do more things. That uh, that, that is not how, the, you know, I was brought up mm-hmm. and, you know, my life. You always, always try to save money the best that you can. And uh, you, you spend what you have to spend and, you know, try to be frugal with what you got left. Well, unfortunately, we have to be getting to our final break of the hour here. Uh, but if you missed any of our conversation, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. Gentlemen, thank you for stopping in this morning. Great thank to you. be here, and uh, we uh, will keep you all informed on anything good. And uh, <laughs> But get Nick Deal in here because he has a, a lot to talk about the air show. Oh, yeah. And, um, I didn't want to ask him today because I figure he's probably like, taking a long nap. Uh, Great, I have yeah. a feeling he's he, his brown hair or his dark hair is probably as white as mine. Right. So, <laughs> but, it's a uh, long weekend for but, him. Yeah, it was. And, uh, and actually the whole crew out there. And I know mm-hmm. by naming names, I'm going to miss somebody. But I want to thank every volunteer for every service that they gave out there. And we were always looking for good volunteers. Hopefully for Nick, next year's air show. So Nice. Awesome. Well, guys, come back. Okay. Absolutely. We will. Thank you. Thanks Thank again, you. y'all. And stick around. We'll be back after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Live and local, it's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. And we've got just a few minutes left here, Marsha, just enough time for a news recap. So uh, if you go over to PanhandleNewsNetwork.com, uh, it's easier if you if you want to get like a full dose of the news to go to the drop down to Eastern Panhandle News and you can see an update of some of the stories we were talking about today, um, as well as an, uh, a note that I, I saw from the town of Bath, also known as Berkeley Springs. This always confuses me. Um, they are looking for bids uh, for contractors to do some repairs to the mausoleum in the Greenway Cemetery. Mm. And I was looking for art for the for the article, and I found the Friends of Greenway Cemetery's page, their Facebook page. They have some beautiful pictures. You know, okay, I know cemeteries can be very off-putting for folks. I think they can be very lost. pretty. They're, you know, back in the um, ancient Rome, they used to picnic in cemeteries. That's and right. it's, a, you know, it's such a peaceful place, but obviously they want to uh, make sure that they maintain some of the structures out there. And so you can read that at panhandlenewsnetwork.com. Obviously the the air show happened. Hopefully we will get a chance to, to uh, get Nick Deal in to talk to him about that. You can see that uh, photo collage over at wvmetronews.com. But also lots going on with sports. I was, I drove by Musselman on Friday and it, it looked like graduation busy. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of a lot of fans, I, I'm sure, from both schools out there. Yeah, it was a huge uh, week one, first weekend of football back in the panhandle, back in the state of West Virginia. And you could, you could feel that it was back around. Uh-huh. I mean, like you said, you people drive through and you, you got people, you know, tailgating, waiting for tickets, you know, packing the stands around uh, their local high school. But it was a big one. Uh, we talked about all the games on Panhandle Sports Live this morning. So if you want to listen back to that, you can find... Uh, your Panhandle Sports Live and your Panhandle Live episodes over on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. But uh, yeah, it was a fun one. It was a fun weekend. All the uh, all the teams that were supposed to win pretty much won, except the Hedgesville was the big surprise. Them getting beat uh, by Wheeling Park. But um, yeah, it's a fun one. Can't believe it's already back in full swing. I got to listen to um, to you and Luke, and then mm-hmm. I also listened to to Jordan. And, uh, I'm sorry, to uh, Parker and Evan mm-hmm. uh, with the Berkeley Springs call. Uh, I listened a little on the air and then I, I was able to stream it too. So that's go. awesome. And uh, the fun part is that sometimes I interact with you guys while you're on the air and just wait to see who's, who's going to bite. <laughs> it's usually me. If it's on a Friday, it's usually me. If you're it's like, a Saturday, oh, like, it's, uh, it's usually Luke. Uh-huh. If it's Friday, it's me. <laughs> we found a football, you said. I'm like, shocker. You're uh, at a football game. It was a game. nice football too, man. It, was nice it looked, football. it looked, uh, yeah, it looked kind of cool. Nice football. I was telling Luke at one point, uh, I was thinking about, they needed. They were looking for a football out on the field, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna hold it out. from the press box." That's what he asked me on the air, and I had to had to back myself. I was like, "Yeah, of course." But yeah, of course you could. You no, know, my arm would have fallen off immediately. Okay, and probably barely would have made it to the track. All right, but, uh, so maybe don't attempt it. Yeah, just give me some time to warm up. Yeah. but yeah, it's nice to get the uh, the the stands packed up. You got the marching bands going. Mm-hmm. You know, the cheerleaders going. I mean, the buzz around. It's awesome. And in, in West Virginia high school football uh, is different. I tried to explain it to a buddy of mine um, the other day because he was like, "Why is it such a big deal?" He's like, "Where we come from, like back." And he says, "Where we come from, like it's not like it's a million miles away. Mm-hmm. It's just across the river." But People don't necessarily care about high school football like they do around here, right? And they don't follow it like they do. Uh, and I tried to explain to him, I was like, dude, it's different out here. We've yeah. got a, a great play-by-play team, right? too. So Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, like you can tune into Panhandle Sports Live uh, immediately preceding Panhandle Live from 8 to 9 a.m. every weekday morning. 
Uh, but yeah, that does it for us today. Anything else, Marsha, while we got a few seconds? Um, Dave Wilson is up next with Talkline. There you go. And if Miss Dane's shaking, let's back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. For Marsha, I'm Jordan. Have a good one. We will talk to you tomorrow. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.